0: Hi, this is Jessica Heron, mom of two, serial entrepreneur, the founder and CEO of Stella & Dot Social Retail, and this is my podcast, Self-Made. This podcast is filled with take action tips and inspiration to help you create the life that you want, integrating success in work, life, and your personal well-being. Our core belief at Self-Made is that you are in charge of you. Only you can define your success and only you can create it. Success is not one size fits all, and it's not for just the predetermined few. It's for you. This podcast is a companion way to learn to Self-Made University, an online and open place to discover free courses to help you level up in life and in business. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Self-Made Podcast. I have been... I guess I can't say radio silent, but I can say podcast silent. And lately I've been doing a lot less frequently and I'll tell you why. I have been like you, a working mom in a very new environment. And during this time, I think we've all been looking for information, connection, and ways to help self-soothe, cope, deal, you know, move on. And one of the experiences I had that I am so excited for our incredible guest, Catherine Winch, to be with us today and share with you is I had a very powerful experience listening to her speak about the mindset of women, especially moms, what they kind of put themselves through and how they can feel And how that might hold them back. So, I am so excited to have as our guest today, Catherine Wentz. She is the founder and CEO of the mom complex. And you're like, yeah, I know, I've got one. And even if you're not a mom and you're a dad, you probably have a parent complex. And I'll tell you why. We love them so much. Nothing is more important than doing a good job with those kids. So, of course, you have a complex. You're always worried about. What you're doing, what you're not doing you're right? Are you failing them? Will they end up in therapy? Are you, are you failing at the most important job in your life? But Catherine specifically deals with this for moms. So I'm really grateful for that. And let me tell you, she's impressive. You're going to want to listen up. You're going to want to share this podcast, and we're going to make sure you're able to connect with her. But she does work with big companies that, uh, like Walmart, J&J, Jibani, uh, to help them understand how to better support their employees. She has got a book, Slay Like a Mother. Uh, Parade Magazine named her one of the top 10 life-changing self-help books of the year for that book. And her research has been featured on the Today Show, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and Fast Company. So Listen up to this incredible woman um, and the advice that she has for you today. So Catherine, thank you so much for being on Self Made. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Jessica. So I think that
0: we should start by you sharing, like, why is this your mission? Why did you dedicate your... What was your personal experience that led you to wanting to focus on and create the mom complex?
1: I started the mom complex 10 years ago out of a personal pain point. I had two young kids at the time and life for me was hard. It was a struggle. I was exhausted. I was working. I was trying to take care of kids. And I felt like marketing and advertising that was geared towards mother was more June Cleaver and Kelly Ripa dancing around in high heels. And it felt very much out of touch to me. It felt like companies think that moms are perfect. And I felt like a trash fire, you know, on the inside. And all my friends did, too. So I came up with the idea of starting a consulting company, The Mom Complex, that would educate clients and big companies on what it's really like to be a mother and therefore they can make better products and services to support us. So it's an awesome job because I just speak the truth and I tell a lot of people how hard it is to be a mother and they do change accordingly and come up with things that make our lives easier. So I love that work and then I wrote my book, Slay Like a Mother, uh, because for 20 years of my life, I suffered with pretty debilitating self-doubt, despite the fact that I was a very successful entrepreneur, you know, have a great family, lots of support. I never felt good enough. And I always I didn't feel thin enough, nice enough, tough enough, mom enough, sister enough, just all the things. And I had a lot of negative self-talk and I realized that I was holding myself back. So I spent two years on a pretty intense self-help journey, learning how to love myself from the inside out. And I wrote Slay Like a Mother to help other women and mothers do the same thing.
0: I think we can all relate and we now all want to go get Slay Like a Mother because we're like, what did you do? What was that journey? How do I love myself? Why do I, how do I not feel inadequate? Because I think there's this, this really interesting... Just Some of the things you said that I think really stick with me is you know, the world sells us aspiration. And, and there's a reason for that. That's because it's what we buy right like we want to be perfect we want to have the, we want to be the fantasy but then there's a part of that that it's effective because you buy it but then you also kind of feel like crap because you don't live up to the aspiration even with this soap or this broom or this <laughs> meal or whatever so it's sort of this unattainable quest and the only way to really fix it i think we can blame society or the media but the reality is you are self made you have self control you have to do the inner work to love yourself and see it for what it is, which is it 's just a commercial right it's not it's not real right you have to know what 's real and what 's true to you. so can you give us a few snippets like I want to know your advice that was informed by your journey um, before we go run out and get the book like while we 're waiting for it to ship, what are some of the key insights that you had that brought you from I'm not enough to being in a better place to where you could help others with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a researcher by trade. So I've studied mothers in 17 countries all around the world. And one of the things I realized that when we talk about the mommy wars and it's always stay at home versus working, breastfeeding versus bottle feeding, I don't buy that. And my research shows that as mothers, we're not at war with other mothers. We're at war with ourselves. That's where 100%. the war is. like, preach. That's where it happens. And we're so much harder on ourselves than we ever would be for someone even that we don't like. And so that really resonated me with me in the research and I thought, "Wait, I don't like myself and I speak to myself in a horrible way." Um, again, despite having success in a professional sense. And so that really broke open a lot for me to realize that other women had a lot of negative self-talk. And, you know, I really embraced therapy and I went to therapy for years and years and I don't think it should be taboo. I think everyone should have a therapist. So it was between therapy and Oprah episodes and red wine, you know, I really studied myself and took myself on, you know, as a project. And so one piece of advice I have is to learn to teach the negative voice in your head some manners. So you're never going to completely get rid of that negative voice in your head. Sometimes it's there for good reason to help you be better and do better but you can teach it some manners. And I'll share um, an example of this in my own life. So I love riding the Peloton bike. I'm a huge fan. And um, back when one could travel, I was on a, a business trip and I was on a hotel gym and I was on the Peloton bike and I rode. And when I was done, I was stretching. I had my hands on the top of my backside and I grabbed what felt like two handfuls of cellulite. And I was like, oh my God. And so the mean voice in my head said, oh my gosh, what must that look like? And I'm looking around the gym. Can everybody see my cellulite? So first of all, I heard the mean voice in my head. I didn't just let it run over me. And then I corrected it and I taught it some manners. So I said, no, 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 no. What this looks like is that I got my rear end out of bed and put it on a bike. Period. And so that's what I want everybody to know is you are in charge of what you think about yourself. And if you're calling yourself a loser or saying that you suck, you can undo that. You can change that dialogue and that conversation. And it's been life-changing for me, but it's a practice. You have to do it all day, every day and learn to love yourself.
0: I I love some of the things you said around because I think that is so true. It's not like you become enlightened and then you just love yourself every day. It's more just a heightened awareness that you tell yourself lies and your your own worst critic. And I, I really do think even I agree with you that women are really supportive of each other. And if they are saying something negative about another person it's usually about themselves. They're coming from a place of pain and insecurity. So if you can have empathy for them in that moment, it's because they feel inadequate. They're being defensive and it's coming out as directed to someone else. And it's really not about you and having that comfort and knowledge to not let it weigh on you because it's not about you. And I, I, you played for us. We, we did a, um, kickoff at our, Uh, S&D brands. So for our ambassadors, you came and did a um, Zoom conference for us. And we uh, part of our personal professional development we do as a community. And you, I think, had everyone in tears by sharing some of your research and this video. And is is that something people can go find and watch on your website? Because I want everyone to see this.
1: Yes, absolutely. So if you go to slaylikeamother.com, it's front and center on the homepage. And the video that Jessica's talking about is where we asked mothers to write down and share out loud the last terrible thing that you said to yourself. And so anybody listening right now, I invite you to do the same exercise. Write down in your own handwriting, what's the last terrible thing you said to yourself? And I can almost guarantee you that you don't have to go back to yesterday to think of an example. There's probably many examples from this day alone and there's something really powerful about the video because you can see the way other women feel about themselves and so if you have that negative self-talk and that deep-seated self-doubt it can be a release to see other women opening up about it so that it doesn't have to be this deep dark secret because in slay like a mother, the whole premise of the book is how to slay what I refer to your dragon of self doubt. And if you keep denying this dragon's existence in your life, you're never going to be able to slay it.
0: That video is so powerful, and, and frankly, you you have already done what we typically do in this podcast, which is the self made challenge. Because I want people. I think that just idle learning is not <laughs> self-improvement. Self-improvement is action and taking you know charge of it yourself. And, and you talk, I want to talk more about that, like writing down the lies you told yourself or the mean insults you told yourself. So can you give us more around what does someone do? Like they literally take out a piece of paper. How long should they spend? What do they do? Do they have to share it with someone? Is it private? What do they do?
1: Yeah, the first thing is to write it down. So it can be on a post it note. It could be on a, a gum wrapper. You know, the, the important part is for you to see it in your own handwriting. And then the next phase is to learn to say it out loud. So that can be talking to a, a girlfriend, your best friend, your sister, e- your partner, and saying it out loud. The last terrible thing I said to myself is XYZ. Because when you start to own something and write about it and say it out loud, it takes the power away from that force and you become in control. And the power of saying it after you write it down, saying it out loud to someone that they're going to tell you that you're crazy. Right. Just like if your best friend said, I feel fat and ugly and like a terrible mother, you would hug her and love her and tell her that she's lost her mind. That's not true. And you need to hear that from the people that you that love you because there's no doubt in my mind that you're harder on yourself than anybody else. So write it down, say it out loud, and be open to receiving the love that comes back your way when people tell you that it's not true what you think. I, when I
0: watch, I just got tears in my eyes. I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I'm just more emotionally these days, but I just got tears in my eyes remembering this video because as I recall it, and you can correct me if this isn't accurate, but you invited women who didn't even know each other into a studio together. And then you had them write these things down and then you paired them up together and had them read to each other, to a stranger really about right. these things they said to themselves and, and watching that there's just something so powerful about it because one, you're like uh, check, 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 check. I've said all those things to myself and not like a week ago, like, you know, five minutes ago. And it breaks your heart. Like, all you want to do is hug that woman and be like, no, don't say that. You're amazing. How could you think that? And then you realize, like, well, they all feel that way about you. So why are you so self-destructive with those kinds of thoughts and so mean? And I, I do think that the thing about it is, is like, what is even the goal of being? you know, better whatever your lie is to being less the negative of that, right? Being more positive. It's, it's probably to bring yourself more joy and other people more joy. At the end of the day, it's kind of happiness is the goal. And actually self-love and confidence is really attractive and powerful, like so attractive and powerful. So yes. we actually have a choice that serves us in embracing and loving, like you know that you think women are sexy when they love their curves and they're just like, and they're they're not so concerned with themselves and negativity and stress, but they're actually like joyful and loving and happy and projecting that to others. Like that's actually what we're after. And so it is. It's just ironic and it's powerful and it's painful to watch, but it's really cathartic. So uh, I love that take action challenge. Will you share with us the what you would write down? right now? Was the last mean thing you've said to yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was on a bike ride. Um, I'm new to biking outside and I was on a bike ride on Sunday and I was last and it was like a group of 10 and I was dying. I was like so out of breath and I was embarrassed because I was in the back and I said, you know, something along the lines of you're not fit enough, you know, to be doing this of, you know, going on such a long ride. But again, I heard it. I didn't let it just be in my subconscious and destroy me. So I heard it. And then, you know, what I said to myself, I said, that's not helpful right now. That's not helpful. Oh, I'm God. here. Maybe I'm not fit enough, but I'm here and I'm not going to stop. And I can be proud of my effort and it doesn't have to be perfect. But that was the dialogue. If you're not fit enough to do this. And then it was like, maybe I'm not, but that dialogue's not really helping me right now. It's no, not gonna
0: no do actually to doing it is helpful. You actually have to suck if you're ever going to grow because you have to start where you're not actually fit enough. but that's not a negative thing. That's a, like you said about getting off the bike, that's a good thing. Yeah. It means you're doing self-love and self-care and pushing yourself. And by the way, you're not alone. Do you know, there's a massive (laughs) run on bikes during this pandemic. Somehow everyone is going to buy bikes. They're all out of stock everywhere. I so relate to that. I remember going on a bike ride uphill with some guy friends and I thought I was fit, but I was just sucking in the back, like could not remotely keep up And like, I think I just have to give up. I mean, I just have to be like, go ahead. And my one friend turned around to me and he goes, oh, no, you have to lower the gear, lower the gear. And I was like, um, it doesn't go lower than one. The problem here is not my it's lack not of knowledge around downshifting, okay? That is not what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> here is that I'm about to die. <laughs> Yeah. This is not equipment
1: failure. This is, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So, so Catherine, um, you've shared that people are, can find you on slaylikeamother.com. They can get your book. They can watch the video. I- Love this message that you have for women. So I hope you guys all go. And where do we find you on social media? Are you like a Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Instagram either uh, "Slay Like a Mother" or my personal account is just K Winch. W I N T S C H. Okay,
0: I'm gonna go friend you, follow you right now. We can be friends. Stay in touch because you you spark joy, and I'm just think that my goodness, the world is thirsty for that. Like just needs to drink it up. So thank you on behalf of all moms. And frankly, you don't need to be a mom to have self-doubt about yourself.
1: No, no. I had that
0: way before I had children. Way before I had children, I had self-doubt. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. And hey, friends, thank you for tuning in. I hope you loved this episode of Self Made. And if you did, go and review it wherever you do that kind of thing, Apple, Google, wherever, and share it on social. Now you can be friends with Catherine too. Tag her, tag me. Um, we'll be so grateful for spreading the word and um, you know showing the world like women are supportive and love each other. And we can't wait to tell you that you slay like a mother. So thank you so much for um, joining us today. Uh, and remember my friends, you are self-made.